all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Well, 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 good morning, mid-afternoon, night, or whatever day or time it is in your city, your state if you're in the United States or in your country, whether it's Spain, I want to give a shout out to Spain, I want to give a shout out to Germany, welcome Germany, you know, I want to uh, give a shout out to the Philippines or whatever countries that are watching here, and all, everyone in a certain states, welcome to my podcast, my podcast is called The Body of Christ Real Talk, The Body of Christ Real Talk, where I just talk real talk about the body of Christ, about our lives and different subjects, and different topics, etc., like that, okay? And uh, what I want to do today, I hope you enjoyed my last podcast. First of all, I want to give an a, a, a announcement about this podcast. Now, I do this podcast outside, okay? So, periodically, you probably hear a lot of talking, or you probably hear some wind blowing, and you probably hear sounds going by, and different things like that. So, uh, periodically... Well, you will see that and you will hear that, okay? So I just want you to know I'm doing this podcast outside, all right? Okay. So you're also going to hear my birds. I call them my praise team. So you're going to hear my birds once in a while, you know. I call them my amen corner. So you're going to hear my praise team. Wow. Well, this is very amazing. I've done a podcast not too long ago, maybe about 30 minutes ago, man. I've done a full podcast, man, and I just, I'm upset, you know, because... I recorded it and it had no audio, so I done about forty-five minutes on this on this subject that I'm going to talk about, which is white lynching, and it had no audio at all. Now that was very disappointing, but that's okay, you know. Files that and everything, I can always do it over. But it was a lot of little nibbits and nuggets I had up in there that I was kind of trying to present to my pack, my my listeners, you know, to my program. But that's okay. Okay, now. This is something I want to talk about. Remember, you're going to hear a lot of loud noise and everything because it's coming in the evening. you got a lot of kids coming around. So I'm going to try to make this fast and try to keep all the distraction that I can out of it. You know, because I don't know what language people are going to use. And I don't want it on my radio and I don't want it on my podcast. I don't want a lot of hollering and anything like that because I want, even though it's outside, I do want you to hear what I'm talking about. And don't get confused or get mixed up about a lot of other things that people around you is talking about, okay? Or a lot of loudness or screaming. And, but the kids, bless their heart, let them have their fun. But, you know, I just want a little clear so you get some understanding. So this is what I want to talk about now, you know. About a month, a month or maybe a couple of months ago, you know, something like that, my brother sent me this video. This very strange video where I'm going to relate to today, okay? Now, this video was about these 
I think they was college students. I think it was made back in the late 60s or early 70s or something like that. I don't have the paperwork, so forgive me for that. I don't have the paperwork or the date on it. And I don't have a video to show right now, but you know, I'm just going back strictly memory. And, uh, and they was doing a test, some type of mind test or whatever it is. And uh, The test was they had at least four or five students up in there, young men. You know, sitting up in there, four uh, white men, Caucasian men, sitting up in there. And this is back in the 60s or 70s. And uh, and the professor or the teacher came in. He had a board, and he wrote about three or four lines on this whiteboard. Okay, three of the lines were straight lines going down, not across, but going down. Was lines going down? Three other lines. The line that was somewhat, I just said the third from the fourth line, was crooked. So you had three lines and a crooked line, okay? Three lines and a crooked line. Hear me out. You what I'm finna say, okay? So they have to have a test. A simple test, you know. They have this test, all right? Check this out. They asked four of the students. Now, four of those students probably been to the program already and already been uh, programmed to what they believe already, but this new student, he was his first time in this class, okay, and uh, he wrote those three lines, and he wrote the one crooked line, three was straight going down, and one was crooked, and what he uh, asked him, he said, now how many straight lines do you see on that board, okay, now remember, mind you, did I say one of them was crooked, you got three lines straight going down, and one crooked line, and he asked him, and uh, he asked one student one at a time. Each of the first few students, three students, or four students that had already been there, I don't remember the number. They all said, we see four straight lines going down. Now, mind you, there is a crooked line. There's three lines and one crooked. But they, the ones he asked first said they see uh, uh, four straight lines or three straight lines, whatever the number was, I forget. And then they asked the new student how many lines did he see that was straight. He said he see three straight lines because one of them was crooked, which it was, because I'm looking at it too, my brother too, one of them was crooked, okay? And they said, hmm, they asked again, they said, no, oh, we, we see four lines. We see four lines, the other four or three students said they see four lines, they don't see a crooked line. And he said, no, there is a crooked line, I see one crooked line, he pointed it out visually, he pointed out to him, there is a crooked line. And, you know, and they said, no, there's, there's four straight lines. And he said, no, there was a crooked line. But repetitiously, they kept saying it was straight or something like that, that the lines were straight. But eventually, by them saying that, they convinced this guy, because of their majority, that he wasn't seeing a crooked line, that all the lines were straight. So they convinced him, then they convinced him to convince himself, himself excuse me, of believing that there was four straight lines or three straight lines instead of a crooked line. So they manipulated him or believed that wasn't a crooked line, but there was four straight lines instead of three lines in a crooked line. They, they, that one student was manipulated to believing what the majority is saying, so he started you know, questioning himself, he started questioning his own belief, and he started questioning things like that, you know, about himself. You know, that's what I'm reading into it. So he stopped believing what he really saw, even though he seen it with his own physical eyes. That one of those out of the three lines, out of the four lines, was a crooked line. He convinced himself, okay, since they see all of them being four straight lines, there must be something wrong with me. 
Listen to what I'm saying now. It must be something wrong with me. So I'm going to go with the majority and just believe because it's probably some type of trick question. And I really think it's a really crooked line. So I'm going to say it's four straight lines as well. Okay, my point is that was a program called manipulation. Okay, to deceive you to thinking you don't see what you really see. To convince you that what you're looking at is not really real. It's something else that you see. Sound familiar? That's what goes, that's what, what is going on today. It's called manipulation of the mind. So that tells you right there, that manipulation mind is nothing new. That's been going back all the way back in the 30s, man. The brainwashing, man, you know. Uh, you know, it's this, this book called, uh, I forget, uh, something, but it's, it's written by Clarence Loudon. Not Clarence Loudon, but it's, uh, Clarence Loudon the one told me about this book. And uh, about the manipulation and what's going on and what's the plan, what's going on for the day. Well, anyway, I'm not going to get into all that. My point is just you have to watch your mind. And that's why you always hear me to call, you know, you see something, call the duck a duck. Okay? Call a, uh, a duck a duck. Call a dog a dog. Okay, don't call a dog a cat. And don't call a cat a dog. Don't call a house a boat when you know the house is a house. That's why I use those terms because there's a lot of manipulation to have you to believe something that you know is true to be not true. They do that with the Bible. They start interpreting, well, this is what God really meant. This is what this word is really saying. So it's a lot of manipulation, brainwashing going on today in elementary now. High school is nothing shocking, especially college. You know, you got these, you know, real far left professors that's teaching this type of stuff. You know, not only that, but they got certain type of curriculums they teach. It takes your belief away and indoctrinate you into what their true belief is. So you start, you start ignoring what you really see. You start ignoring what you really believe. And you start going with the majority because the majority of their class and their teachers see the same thing. And you can't sit up there and just say, man, how come I see something different? Something must be wrong with me. That's called manipulation. That's the trick of Satan. You need to watch that. When he told Eve, didn't God say this? Didn't God say that? He added a little lab and leave didn't catch that because the desires of her eyes, she wanted to eat that fruit. But Satan said, didn't God say this? God didn't want you to do that because he didn't want you to be gods like him. Okay? Did God say that? No. That was something Satan said. So he was saying something that Eve knew God didn't say, but he manipulated the, the heifer to believe that God was meaning something different than what he really said. That's how the Bible is today. People make the Bible say one thing that it does not mean. They don't like taking the Bible a lot, literally, so they twist it around to something that they like. And want to interpret it a certain way instead of God's word. So we, I put that all together because that happened not only in the word of God and in churches, but that happened in life. So you need to start standing on what you believe in. You need to start. That's why I always put research on things. You start seeing both sides. Start believing. You're going to feel like the minority. But sometimes the minority are the true champions out there, not the majority. I always say that, not the majority, okay? So I wanted you to get that understanding about the three lines. It's a lot of that type of brainwashing. Probably not exactly that way because they can't really get nobody to go that route this time like they did in the late 60s and late 70s. But they manipulate, manipulate you in other ways about, you know, this belief going up there and it's, uh, it's all this other stuff and all this, you know, class phobias and all these different names and what you ain't really seeing. They tell you that you... You discolor, you a racist, and you know, you know, good and well, you're not a racist. They tell you why you're a racist, you need to believe that way, you need to stop believing it, you need to stop doing this. They are, they transforming your thought to a certain type of belief that's anti God and anti you. Okay? 
They call a duck a cow. And they call a cow a fish. And then they tell you that cow is a fish and that duck is a dog. And if you don't know better, you're going to believe that and start doubting yourself. Your God-given ability to judge for yourself and critique things yourself. You're going to go with the majority because the majority said it's true. You get my point? Okay, watch out for that. All right. Okay, I just threw that out there because, you know, that was something I want to bring. Because I see a lot of that mind, brain, I call it brainwashing and brain manipulation going on right now. Okay? So I want you all to see and hear that. Okay. That's something I want you to think about. Uh, that's something, uh, I had a, another subject I was going to talk about white lynching today. And I'm still going to get into white lynching, but I wanted you to think about that, okay? About what's going on. What is truth? Remember Pilate asked Jesus there when Jesus said he's here to present the truth? Pilate said, what is truth? Why? Because man and evil, some evil men and some evil women have their own type of truth. Whether you believe it or not, they have their own type of truth, okay? All right. So, with that being said, I want to get into a subject that I kept holding back, all right? And I'm going to try to make it at least about 20, 25 more minutes. Then I'm going to go from there. I just had that subject I wanted to talk about, but I got to move away now because it's getting loud. The kids are getting closer and closer. And while they get closer, I get further back because I, I don't mind the kids. They know they're being kids, but I don't want... A lot of that in the podcast. I really want you to hear what I got to say, okay? So I'm just doing a walk. So you hear me walking, you hear me breathing, getting away from the loudness, okay? Just being real. All right. I want to get into uh, white lynching. And people say, what do you mean by white lynching? I'm not talking about whites lynching blacks, okay? I'm talking about whites lynching whites. Yep. Joe, you did say that. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Whites lynching whites. Okay. Ooh, you heard that? Wow. Nobody liked to hear that. Hey, what's going on there? All right. It's not a gun. It's probably some M80 or something like that. So thank God for that. Okay. All right. We're going to talk about whites, lynching whites. Remember, I am outside. So remember, you the audio and the radio is, is, is not a problem. You might hear wind blowing. You go hear kids hollering and screaming because kids going to be kids and everything like that. You're going to hear planes going by. And you're going to hear my praise team, my birds chirping. So, you know, remember, this is the body of Christ real talk. And I do a lot of my podcasts on this podcast outside. My other podcast is connecting and not strictly Bible teaching and everything like that. So I mostly do that on inside because I really want you to get the full word of God and just really get, be inclined and be, have your ears ready for Bible teaching. That's connecting the dots. You mostly find on Spotify, connecting the dots. I have two radio stations. One is this one, Bible Real Talk, where I do a lot of things outside. I might have guests on here and I have different speakers and I talk about different subjects and topics. Connecting the dots is strictly Bible teaching, strictly, you know, how to study the word of God, rightly divided. The truth about God's word, rightly divided, dispensationally, okay? All right. Now, the subject I'm going to uh, get in today. All right, before I get into that, I, I, I hope you, uh, I, uh, did you guys hear my last podcast about the uh, the battle with the mental, you know, you know, mental, mental impaired and, uh, you know, struggling with the mind mentally and different things like that, like anxiety, you know, uh, Dementia, you know, Alzheimer's. I talked about that, and I gave the story of the struggle with my great grandma, my uh, my fiance, uh, uh, Princess Christina Nemo Fu. Uh, Christina, her great grandmother, suffering Alzheimer's and the struggle she's been going through in Colombia. Hope you guys still continue to pray for them, for Mary and Gladys, two of my great 
my great my mothers and my great aunts on my uh my fiance's side, Mary and Gladys. Keep them in prayer. Also, keep in prayer, Kimberly Merrill. This is my ex-wife. She's struggling now. She's been having a lot of uh minor seizures and everything. And she's been struggling. I pray for her health and everything that God will give her strength to go through what she's going through and everything. God he knows the good from the evil. He knows about when he want to heal and when he doesn't. And, uh, you know, I leave it up to God. I don't I don't try to ask God to do this and do that. I leave it up to him because according to this dispensation, this, this time, he's going to move according to what his word is doing today. So I just ask for strength and the lives of Ray Jean, which is Kimberly Merrill's daughter. Pray for them in the name of Jesus with Mary and Gladys. Okay. All right. White lynchings. Let's talk about white lynching. Now, well, I'm going to be reading an excerpt. I'm going to be reading some historical facts according uh, to this writer. Some historical facts. The writer does not have his name right there. He has his name, but I don't have it wrote down. But I'm going to go through this about the truth about white lynchings. And many people didn't know that a, a lot of whites also was lynched by other whites. Now... This, you might have a different reason why you believe that whites was lynched and blacks was lynched. Now, I believe myself that most blacks was lynched maybe because they felt that they, they race was lower and because of their skin color, the pigment of the color of the skin. But it was a big hunk of them and a big, big hunk of them that got lynched because they was on the Republican Party. Yep, the Republican Party. I sent some stuff on there on, on Facebook that gave you the history of the other side of black history by uh, David Barton, a good teacher about history and all kind type of history, including black history. You need to look up David Barton and look into that. But, you know, you do your homework, you do uh, history, you understand that there is another side to black history that they didn't teach us then, black them, because they wanted to keep us separated, meaning here in America, whites and blacks, okay? But... The reason I'm reading this out because I want the body of Christ, the church, to see this because they they look at things and some some churches just look at colors, just look at race. They go back what the media says about what is racism, how come racism is still here and different things like that. In other words, they're so stuck on race. Now, here comes the wind again. So you're going to see the wind is probably just take a lot of the sound out. But remember, it's wind. So I'm just walking to. So I'm trying to do this fast. Because I've been promising this for the last few weeks, and I want to get this series done, and you know, and I just want to get into something else, some different subjects. There's so much I want to talk about, you know, different different subjects like jobs. I want to talk about unemployment. I want to talk about different things. I want to talk about Bible study. You know, how to get stronger in Christ. But the main thing of you being saved, giving your life, to, your heart to Christ the Lord, and trusting Him, what He done on the cross for you. It's a lot of subjects and topics I want to get into, you know, within the Bible, you know. Uh, certain important topics like paying tithes. Do you pay your tithes? What about signs and miracles? What about, you know, baptism, different things like that? I will be talking about certain subjects like that, and it's going to be controversial to a lot of people because they've never heard it before, but it's biblical. But a more deeper biblical teaching of that is which is not my opinion will be on connecting the dots where I just hit the Bible and let the Bible interpret itself and tell you the truth. Right now I'm just going to be throwing a lot of things out there and saying my opinion coming from the Bible but the uh, connecting the dots is strictly Bible is going to teach you about these certain subjects what's going on especially when I got a series going on called you know one size does not fit all one size does not fit all and I'm teaching a series on the who versus the what and connecting the dots. That's my other podcast. You'll find it on Spotify. Comment at the below if you want if you want some information on that. Connecting the dots on Spotify. Comment on that if you want to hear my other podcast. This is more seriously and strictly just.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday bible study bible teaching how to write the divine god's word okay i digress now back on this i'm going to be reading some excerpts and i'm going to be quoting about the different lynchings and the numbers of you can believe it or you don't believe it. it is up to you you can look up this stuff historically you know but i'm just quoting you know this is not in my opinion this is not my fact i'm just quoting what these historians are saying and i believe it because you know you do your research and you know and you got to understand that oh there's always another side is that's never really 100 percent for evil that's all on one side there's always two sides there's certain things and i just want the body of christ especially for blacks Yep, especially for blacks that's listening, you know, to this, to understand that it is another side that whites or Caucasian or Anglo-Saxon, whatever you want to call them, was lynched as well. Okay, now reading the Negro Holocaust lynching and race riots in the United States in 1880 and 1950 states that contrary to present day popular conception, lynching was not a crime committed exclusively against black people. Now remember that. 1880-1950 states that contrary to present-day popular conception, lynching was not a crime committed exclusively against black people between the 1830s and the 1850s, which is telling you, which is coming to my point, blacks was not the only one lynched. And I told you why, because of their party affiliation mostly, you know, for the whites. Okay, continue reading. The majority of those lynched in the United States were whites from 1882. All oh, these ants are getting on my nerve, crawling everywhere. From 1882 to 1968, some 4,743 lynchings occurred in the United States. Okay? 4,000. Read, listen to these numbers. Some 4,000. Let me go back. I digress. Okay. Some 4,743 lynchings occurred in the United States. Not all lynchings were recorded. Of course not. That's why you didn't hear a lot about the whites being lynched, because they left that out purposely, I believe, in my opinion. Okay. Of these 3,446, or 73% percentage-wise, were black. Big number of being lynched, okay? And listen to this. These are the whites. 1,297, which is 27%, were white. Did you know that? Black people. Did you know that church? Did you know that white people? That a lot of whites was lynched then, okay? Let me keep reading and quoting. In other words, whites were the victims of more than one-fourth of all lynchings in the United States. One-fourth of all lynchings in the United States were whites that was lynched. By who? Whites, okay? Now I'm getting to you, I'm getting a little bit in there on why. Okay, the vast majority, which is 79% of lynchings in the South Mississippi, had the highest number. Of course, I said most of the lynchings was in the South. I said that on my other part podcast. That's the truth right there. Most of the uh, racism and lynchings were in the South, especially Mississippi. Had the highest number of lynchings from 1882 to 1868, with 581. Okay, that's Mississippi, 581 lynchings. 
These are by states now, from 1882 and 1968. This is a wind blowing, so uh, stay with me. I'm trying to get closer with this wind blowing because it's getting windy out here. It's getting late in the evening. Georgia was second with 531 lynchings. Texas was third with 493, okay, for blacks. Most of the lynchings occurred in the South. Most of the lynchings, the hangings, and the beatings for blacks occurred in the South. I'm sure a lot of you, if you didn't know that, you know that now. The ones that know, you know, I'm just, I'm just repeating something you already know. Okay, but it's for the ones that did not know. Okay, continuing, quoting. Most of the white lynchings occurred in the West. So the white lynchings, most of the blacks occurred in the South, and most of the white lynchings, hangings, and beatings occurred in the whites from that time, 1882 and 1968. Okay? Like Colorado, 65%. Kentucky, 63%. Now, these are whites, so that was lynched. Mississippi, 42% of whites was lynched in Mississippi. California, 41% of white people was lynched in uh, California. Oregon, 20% 20, 20 of white people was lynched in, in, uh, in Oregon. In West Virginia, 20% of whites were lynched, okay? All right, continue. Remember, I'm reading and I'm quoting from a historian about, the, you know, how many whites was lynched in the South, you know? I mean, period, being lynched, because many people just look at blacks being lynched at home, and they know, if they knew about whites being lynched, they probably did, but they didn't know it was that many, okay? Okay, 90% of whites were lynched in nine states, mostly in the South. Okay, now, okay, let me continue. From Montana to Nebraska, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Texas, 90% of blacks were lynched in four Southern states in Mississippi. Okay, Georgia. Now, these are the majority of the blacks that was lynched. The whites were Montana, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Texas. 90% of blacks was lynched in the four southern states of Mississippi, Georgia, Texas, and Louisiana. Okay. Whites and blacks were lynched in relatively equal numbers in New York. Listen to that. They was relatively lynched about evenly in New York back in that time. And New Jersey, Minnesota, Illinois, and Missouri. Okay. The worst year for whites was 1884. Listen to this. When 160 whites were lynched for blacks was lynched for blacks. The highest number of lynches occurred in 1892, okay? When 160 were, were lynched, three-fourths of all white lynches occurred in the 14-year span, okay? From 1882 to 1895, okay? It took 28 years, 1882 to 1909, for three-fourths of all black lynchings. There seems to have been a relative decline and lynches, I mean the lynches start going down, okay? Generally beginning in 1901, of the 44 states in which the lynchings were more people, the lynchings, the lynch were white people more than blacks, okay? 50, 52% of states lynched more white people than black, okay? Seven states did not lynch any blacks. Arizona, Idaho, Maine, Nevada, South Dakota, Vermont, and Wisconsin between 1882 and 1968, okay? Alaska, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Connecticut had no lynchings, period. Now, you can find more information on white lynchings and stuff like that, or the history, the other side of history of black America, I like, I like to call it, or the history of America, period. 
you get it from David Barton. This is his story. He's an American uh, history historian. And he got, you can look up David Barton, you know, and you get a lot of information if you're interested, you know, and learning more about the other side of black history or about the history of American period, especially for my race, the black, the black people in the black church. We need to get more into learning the other side so we can be more in terms of our witness. We could be more inclined against some of that racism out of us and just get some understanding of how God wants us to look at things. Okay, that's what my point is. All right. Okay. I wanted you to hear that. I wanted to get this on out there. So, and I want you to look up this stuff yourselves. Okay. If you want to look at the, the, the times and the dates that I was reading now, just replay my audio and just write them down or just Google certain things and just look up white lynching, how many whites was lynching, et cetera, and different things like that. You'll be amazed at what you can find if you research and really want to find out what's going on, church. Okay, I'm mainly talking to the church, mostly the black church, you know. And if you're white and everything like that, you didn't know this, you know, I'm talking to you too. You know, start looking up these things, you know, because it doesn't take much. If you want to be in a good standing and a, and a good witness of the things of God, okay? Now, with all that said, me starting off about, you know, you know, retraining your mind and stuff like that and watch out for manipulation of your mind and a lot of teachings that are going on today, not only within, you know, uh, our area and our surroundings and jobs, but within the church. We got to really... Pay attention to things. We got to stop trying to think the majority is right. Okay, the majority of what people think and what the majority of people believe or the majority of who people follow is the right way to go. You know, I'm not knocking all majority because some things are just playing out the majority. You know, like God's word is all the majority of his word and all his word is true. Period. But I'm just talking about in general, usually the majority is not the way to follow. It's the minority that's coming with the truth. Today, you start thinking another way when it comes to politics or when it comes to different things like that. You're going to be called, a, if you think contrary to the way some people and some some uh, groups believe that's out there, and some news media believe, some teachers believe, they call you a conspiracy theorist. You conspiracy theory theorist theorist, you know, because you think different than the majority of what the majority have been taught. So, you know, and that's why I'm getting into all this about this history, the other side of black history and everything, because we've been bamboozled. And Michael Max said one time, been hoodwinked and bamboozled. And a lot of our thinking follows that. You know, he's very, y'all might not agree with him on a lot of things or his stands on certain things, but he spoke a lot of truth. And I'm, I'm, I'm all for real talking, I'm all for truth. And Malcolm Mills speaks a lot of truth, you know. So is Dr. King, you know, but in different ways. But truth is truth. You know, real truth is truth. You know, common sense is common sense. A duck is a duck. You know, a tree is a tree. A fish is a fish. Common sense, you know. Look out, watch out, think. Think for yourselves, okay? I know. All right. So I want to get out there. Uh, church. Black people. Black Americans, African Americans, whatever you want to call yourself. You know, you know, black America. I'm a black American. You know, first of all, I'm a man. I'm a human. God created me as a human being. He created me a male. My ethnicity is black. Let me say that again. First of all, I was created by God as a human. He created me as a human male. My ethnicity, not my race, because the, God only sees one race, one ethnicity. He doesn't see these different races like we do here. My ethnicity is black, okay? Period. I'm a male first, I'm a man, and I'm happy to be black. 
And I'm proud to be black, too, because it's what God chose me to be. If he was, if I was white, I would have been proud to be white. So whites, you ain't got nothing to be ashamed for being white, contrary to what they try to teach, that whites are devils and all this. No, be proud of your color. Be proud of your race. You are Caucasian. Asian, be proud of your race. Latino, be proud of your race, because that's what God created you to be, you know, whatever it is, all right? If you are female, be proud to be a female. If you're a male, be proud to be a male. Don't try to switch over, okay? Don't try to switch over and become a female. When I see a female, even though you're trying to be a man, I see a female. If I see a man, even though you're trying to be a female, I see a man. Now, I'm not I'm not going against or knocking what you do, but I'm just talking about what I see because that's the way I look at it. I, I agree with what God sees, male and female. I believe what God sees. He sees ethnicity as black, ethnicity as Latino, or white or whatever, but he sees all human race. And if God created and agreed that way, I'm going to agree with God, whether you like it or not, okay? All right. But. The reason I got into that is I wanted to finish off that about the mind thing and also it relates to, you know, the white lynchings. So, folks, it was different. It was white people that was lynched. Now, like I said earlier, a lot of whites got lynched not only because they was helping the best, because they was part of the Republican Party. If you go back, I think in the 1700s, I think the Democrat Party was out before the Republican and the Democrats part of the Democrats broke off and formed the Republican Party because it had to do with anti-slavery. You had one side which was slave for slavery and you had another side and they split. One of them was anti-slavery and one was for slavery. But remember, one was for slavery and one was anti-slavery. You know, and this anti-slavery formed a party which called the Republican Party. Uh, Frederick Douglass, who was an abolitionist, he, he was part of that Republican Party too. So it was a lot of blacks and a lot of whites formed the Republican Party because it was anti-slavery. It was a lot of whites that formed this party and a lot of whites that helped Harriet Tubman and a lot of whites done a lot of things that you don't hear too much about because they want to keep us split and they want to keep us apart. Period. Okay? Wake up. Don't get brainwashed. Don't get brain manipulated. You know? All right. Uh... It was a lot of evil there. It was a lot of hate. Yeah, it was a lot of whites that hated blacks for their color. I'm not denying that. And because they felt they was better. Because they was taught that way out of ignorance. They was taught by their forefathers, you know, that blacks was, was ignorant and blacks was their race was better, you know, that we was dogs. You know, yeah, it was a lot of that. Some of that today. But it was also a lot of whites that helped blacks because they wasn't racist. They was anti-slavery. They weren't for that. They weren't going for that. So they was killed and they was lynched because they was part of that Republican Party and they was part of helping the blacks, you know. It's a lot of history on there. If you want to know the truth, you know, you'll look for it. You'll search it. This is nothing I'm making up. I know this for a fact. I don't know all the thing about historianism, but I know enough to know that I'm not, not forgetting a manipulator of a lot of this different type of anti-hate race teaching, okay? I'm a authentically, I'm a black man. I'm a male, I'm a man, and my ethnicity is black, period. And that's the way you should look at your whatever race you are, okay? All right. Now I'm going to read something uh, here. Let me find it first. And the way God looks at this race situation. And if you read the Old Testament and you look at his 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 dealings with Israel, his dealing with, dealings with the Jews, compared to his dealings with the Gentiles, you will see, you will look at it and say, well, God is somewhat racist. The way a man will look at it today, oh, God, he favored one over the other. No. 
God used certain groups for his purpose to bring glory to everybody. Let me say this again. God used certain groups, which was Israel then, to bring the whole nation to salvation. But he had, he could have used any type of group. But remember, he created this group called the Jews, which started out with Hebrews, with, or, or Abram, who later became Abraham. He started with this group, and he decided to use his group. Why? I don't know. God knows all things. He knows why. You know, I'm, I'm just going to go with him or whatever. He, met, he, he done it for a reason. I'm going to believe his reason. Period. I ain't got to explain why. I just believe it. By faith. He used the Jews to bring the nations, the other nations, which is the Gentile nations, which Gentile means nations, to salvation back then. Okay. But it's another teaching the way he's doing it with the Gentiles today. But that's another teaching. You know, I don't want you to get confused. Okay. Like me. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I'm going to read another quote. From uh, that I dug up from a historian when I do my research and I, you know, and stuff like that, and it makes a lot of profound sense. Okay, reading what does the Bible say about racism? First of all, this is a quote, this is not for me, this is what this person wrote. The first thing to understand in this discussion is there only there's only one race, which is true the human race. That's it, there's only one race, the human race. There's no you know, black, white, whatever, in, front, in God's eyes. It's the human race. You have your Caucasians. You have your Africans. You have your Asians. You have your Indians. You have your Arabs. And Jews are not different races. Listen to this again. All these are your Caucasians, Africans, Asians, Indians, Arabs, and Jews are not different races. Rather, listen to this, they are different ethnicities. Different ethnicities. So God don't look at a race because we all are one race. But there, there are different ethnicities, okay? Of the human, there are different ethnicities of the human race. Quoting, continuing. All human beings have the same physical characteristics as arms, legs, eyes, mouth, all that kind of jazz. We might have different hair variations. And we might have different eye slants. But we have the same characteristics characteristics but because we have different authenticities and this is my interpretation of this okay and and the same physical characteristics with minor variations of course like i was saying hair eyes and different nose and different things like that more importantly all human beings are especially created in the image of who and the likeness of god genesis 1 26 and 27 read that when you get a chance genesis 1 and 27 26 and 27 God loved the world so much that he gave, he sent his he sent his only begotten son to lay down his life for us. You find it in John 3.16. So the world obviously includes an ethnic group. So we have different ethnic groups, not different races. You could disagree all you want to, but the way God looks at it is not as bad race. He looks at it as different groups, different ethnicities. Ethnicities all start from Sham, Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah, Sham, Ham, and Japheth. Many people do some different teachings and do some wicked teaching about that, but you know, let's just stick to what the Bible and how they spread it out. You know, that's another teaching in itself. I know I keep saying that, but if I get into different subjects and different things, why I bring it up, you, I will have to do a teaching on that. Therefore, I have to study and find out more about it myself. But I have basics about that, you know. All right, so after all that. We look at it one way, how God looks at the human race. He sees a human race with different ethnicities. God sees the human race and he sees and we are made with different ethnicities. Okay.
We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday we made usaa insurance to help you save take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com slash bundle restrictions apply any race by africans we all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday trying to grab all the groceries in one trip oof not how you would have done that you know sometimes less is more like when you drive less and save with the usaa annual mileage discount usaa get a quote today you know the europeans mostly caucasians you know uh the dark skin the color the black race the asians and different races are here for a purpose by god are different ethnicities, you know. That word turn race used so much, I got to watch that. So I'm trying to get away from that. They all got different ethnicities, but they have, they have different character And the same characteristics, arms, legs, eyes, and different things like that. Ears to hear, mouth to talk, tongues. But the features are slightly different. Hair, texture of hair, eyes, nose, feet, height. Different things, but the characteristics are the same. God created all as one human race with different ethnicities. That's the graceful and, uh, and unbelievable kindness of God. You know, he didn't want us all to be the same. That's why he just broke up at the Tower of Bible and he, he made the languages different at the Tower of Bible because they all spoke one language. He had to just differentiate their language and that's why they, that's what Bible means, different language. They stopped babbling. They didn't understand each other no more, you know, so they couldn't even connect together. So they scattered in different areas and we have different ethnicities, groups, not races, okay? Get that in your mind, church. Get that in your mind, black, black people. Get that in your mind, white people. Oh, Caucasian people, get that in your mind, what I'm saying, you know. Some of this is hard to swallow, and some people are not going to be able to handle this, so take this. But I always use God's word, if you read it rightly divided, a lot of people is not going to accept it. I know that for a fact, a lot of churches is not going to accept it. Because they have been inclined so much in, it, in, in, in our denominational belief, our denominational traditions and stuff like that. You know, whether you're Baptist, whether you're Lutheran, Lutheran, whether you're Church of God in Christ, whether you're Church of God, whether you're Catholic, and whether you're any one of these groups, you know, mainstream, non-denominational, everybody got their traditional beliefs of what they feel is right about the Bible. That's why you got so many different denominations, because they refuse to accept and believe what God's words says literally. And I was one of them too. So, 
When I talk about the majority and the minority, I'm part of the minority because what I teach is very different of what the majority of churches and some teachers teach. And it's not just me. It's anybody that teaches grace and uh, rightly dividing God's word is considered a cult by some people because they never heard of it or they never heard that truth teaching. So anything they never heard of inside their church, they consider you as a cult or you're a false teacher because they never heard it. And believe me, because you never heard something before, doesn't mean it's, it's not true. Let me say that again. Because you never heard a certain teaching or a certain subject does not mean it's not true. That just means it's been, it's been revealed to you. It's been exposed to you now, you know, by the grace of God or any type of skill or something. You, you learn the new things don't mean it is not truth or won't work because it's new. And some of the things that I teach and other uh, dispensational teachers or grace teachers teach this way, people look at it as something being new. Therefore, it's a false teaching. But what I teach, I can show you scripture. And I'm sure they say that too. But I can line up scripture with scripture, you know, and I can line up precept with precept. Now, that noise you're hearing is this different uh, text is coming in. It's kind of aggravating. I got to find out a way to shut that off. Because it just keeps coming in. That means I have an email coming in. So when you're hearing that sound on your podcast, that's what that is. If some of you got phones, you already know what it is. But I got to learn how to edit that because I'm still new to podcasting. Sometimes I just ramble and I leave certain things on I don't edit. And I, I'm going to do that, start doing that later. All right. Well, anyway, you know. So I don't have too much to say about that. But I, I just wanted to get into that white lynching. And I'm going to end that series because I don't want to stay on there because there's other subjects I want to get into. There's other subjects I want to talk about. There's other things I want people, you know, okay, another thing, you know, whoever is interested, you have, a, I have a comment section on my podcast. If you have a subject you want me to talk about or you have a, a topic you want to talk about or you have a business you want me to present, put it in a comment, but make sure it's legit and make sure, you know, it's lawful and stuff like that. It don't have to be licensed because all businesses in certain states don't have to be licensed. But you have something, put it in that comments and I'll shout it out for you, you know. You don't have to be a Christian, you have to be a believer, as long as it's legit and it's clean, and, you know, stuff. Nothing explicit and illicit and foul like that. I, I, I throw it out quick as a tornado, you know. <laughs> I won't have it, but anything else like that, sure, I'll shout it out for you, you know. No problem with that. But, Topics of the Bible, different things, whether it's about being baptized, about, you know, tithing, about signs and miracles and healing, you know, I, we can talk about that. If you want to be a guest and you have something to talk about, we could do a live show and, you know, you just go at it, man, and what you believe or whatever. You, whether you agree on certain things I say or you disagree, just, just get it out there and we'll go from there, okay? All right, all right. Okay. I thank you all for that. Now, remember, I just want you to keep those people in prayer, Mary and Gladys. And Kimberly Merrill. Mary, Gladys, and Kimberly Merrill. You know, I told you who they were. One of them was, uh, I'm sure it's others out there, but please keep those two elderly, my, my, my two kinsmen, my two mothers. You know, I call all grandma's mom, you know, but she's the great grandmother of my fiance, Christina. Keep her in prayer and keep my great aunt, who's also Gladys. Keep her in prayer, you know, they're struggling. Keep them in prayer and uh, help them have the strength and help people to come around to help them, okay? I also pray for Kimberly Merrill for the struggle she's going through her body and her mind. I pray for her and I pray for her daughter, Ray Jane, you know, that's my ex-wife and everything like that. Just keep her in prayer and everything like that. And keep others in prayer, moms and dads and families and kinfolks, anybody that's struggling with mental problems, anybody 
that's struggling with physical problems. You might be hurting. You might be in a hospital. And you might just want prayer for something ailments. Just put in your comment, man. We get together, lady. We get together. We'll just pray about it, okay? So just, just I like to hear comments because I like to know who's listening. I also want to get a shout out to Germany. I see a little hint from Germany. If you're in Germany, thank you for following my podcast. I love you guys out there in Germany. You know, if you want to just have something that you want to say, you know, just give me a comment in Germany. Thank you, Germany. If you live in Spain, God bless you, Spain, and everything like that. You know, Faz, that I love you all too. Give me a comment or any other country that I haven't mentioned. I'm not leaving you out. Just write a comment so I can know who you are and things you don't understand. You want to talk about you just just certain things. You want to just get out and get off your chest and subjects about your country or whatever. I don't know too much about it, but without you telling me, you know, that's the only way I know. I love you all. Uh, shout out to Germany. Praise God to Germany. I love you all. And shout out to Spain. You know, those are the countries I see on my graphics, in my, uh, my graphics, okay? Well, I thank you all for listening to my podcast. I thank you all for the subject of white lynching. Now you know there was a lot of whites lynching. If you don't... Some of the things you have to look at yourself. You just Google these certain things. Don't just go by my word and what I was reading. Just Google this stuff yourself if you want to hunger for the truth. If you want to know the other side. Okay. All right. And the things I mentioned earlier about the, the four lines and they, they manipulated that young man and thinking that one of the lines is crooked, even though we could see that all, all four of the lines, I mean, three of the lines are straight and one was crooked and all four wasn't straight. Okay. Watch your minds. Watch your minds. What is that, Romans 12? You know, you must renew your mind, you know. We must watch our minds. The mind is a terrible thing to wait to waste. And that will always be true. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. So we need to watch our minds, you know, by studying God's word, first of all. By educating ourselves through history, real history. You know, you don't have to be now, some people might have problem with reading, and some people might have problem with different things like that. My problem has always been math. I, I was very bad in math. But reading, I was always good in reading. Math is my problem, so <laughs> I, I know a handicap when it is. But reading is not, not one of them, you know, but some people have a problem in reading. Get audios. If you can't read the Bible, there's audio programs out there. You know, listen to different people. Either way it go, God knows what's in your heart. So there's no excuse, first of all, of being saved. Because there's nothing you have to do with just believe in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ, you know, being saved. First, you must understand that you are a sinner. You know, a lot of people don't know what that concept means. But if you don't, you know, just just give me, read, give me a comment or listen to my Connecting the Dots, you know, my other podcasts, you know. Or just find a church that's going to teach God's word, rightly divided. Because I'm going to be honest with you, in any state, city, or any country, a lot, the majority of people don't teach God's word. It's the minority that you have to really look and a sandbag to find what I teach. Doesn't mean it's not true. It just means that you never heard it taught this way, but it's all from the Bible, rightly dividing God's word, okay? All right. I thank you all for listening to this podcast. You know, like I always say, God is still on the throne. This is not the end of the world. This is not the tribulation period, contrary to wants to pick it up. This is nothing compared. We're not going to be even close to tribulation period. The, the tribulation period happened seven years after God, Jesus come give his church, his real church, not the church buildings. I'm talking about the body of Christ, not church, not religious people or the church building. The majority of the people I believe in the church is not going to heaven. They're, they're not. They're going to be left. You know, they're going to be left. And that's some truth. You know, the majority of the church, I believe, is not going to heaven. They're going to be left because they're not getting taught salvation and taught what the word of God is the right way in a lot of these churches, you know. But there's some good churches out there teaching God's word. We don't have to agree, but they know the way to be saved. 
That's most important or anything, how to be saved. You know, that's the most important. We ain't got to agree, you know, but being saved is very important. The doctrine of salvation that's taught through Jesus, that's taught by Jesus. Listen to what I'm saying. So you won't think I'm thinking about one person, listen to one person. By Jesus through the Apostle Paul, Romans through Philemon. Taught by Jesus through the Apostle Paul. The books of Romans through Philemon. That's the body of Christ teaching for today. Now, the whole Bible is for us. We must learn and we can get a lot of principles that still apply for the church today out of the Bible. But the main principles and the main following in our teachings today is the teachings of the Apostle Paul that's taught by Jesus' heavenly ministry. Not Jesus' earthly ministry, which was to Israel. It's Jesus' heavenly ministry. And when he died and he presented himself to the Apostle Paul and sent Paul out to the Gentiles, that's for the church today, okay? Now, you have comments about that, what I mean about that? Just write some comments, you know, or listen to my connecting dots, you know. Tell me what you want to learn about them, uh, know about them. We'll get into that, okay? Okay, with all that said, thank you all. Beautiful day out here. I don't hear too much of my praise team, my little birds, my little pheasants. Oh, there they go. Ah, yeah, they praising that. And just remember, like I always say, God is still on the throne. God is still in a saving business. You know, but you can't just wait day by day because he can come get his church anytime or you can lose your life for any one reason before salvation. And then it's too late. So you just can't say, I'm going to wait off to be saved. The time of salvation, according to the Bible, is now. Not an hour from now, not a second from now, not a minute from now. It's now is the time of salvation. Of believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ and believing in him on that basis that he died for your sins of who Jesus, what Jesus did, okay? So you don't have a lot of time, like you think, contrary to what the evil one would try to put in your heart, put in your ears first and then it dwells in your heart that you got time to be saved, but you don't. It ain't got nothing to do with you being perfect, because none of us gonna never be perfect. It ain't got nothing to do with I cussed out a person yesterday or blah, blah, blah. Nothing to do with that. Because what God sees in you when you become a child of God, he sees his son, Jesus Christ. He sees the blood of Christ within you and what Christ done for you, not you. He sees the righteousness of Jesus. That's what, that's what makes us righteous. Let me repeat that again. The righteousness of Christ is what makes us righteous. Okay? The faith of Christ is what makes us faithful. So God looks at me and sees the faith of what Jesus done, not my faith. My faith is a believing in him, but the rest of the faith of what happens after that is because of the faith of Christ. Get that? The faith of Jesus, all right? Okay. Thank you all for listening to this podcast. And I just want to pray out, first of all, give your life to Christ, believing in what he done on the cross. I'm going to say it in a lot of them, my uh, my radio podcast. Also, I'm connected to salvation is the number one thing I'm going to ask for you to be saved. Not this teaching because that comes and goes. It's you being saved. So stop thinking you got day by day. Think, stop taking life for granted day by day. Believe what Christ done on the cross. Everything else about getting yourself together, that becomes later. But it's going to take time. You know, some of us going to just be messed up when you come get the church. We're just going to be messed up. Our rewards is not going to be a high. We're not going to lose our salvation, but our rewards is not going to be a high when we go out, go to the heavenly places. Okay. You know, I don't want to just go to heaven, just 
barely make it because, you know, I didn't live like Christ wanted me to live down here because it's still a, a, a way I need to live down here for my fruits to bear and for my rewards up in heaven. Not because of salvation. That's already taken care of. That's my position. That's what I'm in. I'm already saved. I'm destined for heaven. Yes, destined for heaven, you know. But my rewards is another thing when I get to heaven. What's my rewards going to be? Only God knows, you know. And I hope I, you know, I'm pleasing in his sight, you know. Okay. Thank you, guys and ladies. Thank you, Germany. Another shout-out for Germany, praise God. And Spain and any other country I haven't mentioned, write comments. If you got a subject, I don't care where you're at and anything you want to talk about, let's let's do that. I want to have a live show. I want to get some other people on there. I want everybody listening to me all the time. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear what you have to say. I don't, you know, you, we, we could talk about different things. You know, if you don't want to talk about the Bible, you know, and when I say that you don't want to talk about the Bible, it could be some type of uplifting encouragement thing you want to talk about. But it's going, when it comes to the, uh, comes to God's word, salvation, I'm not, I'm not, I'm never going, I'm going to always try to lead you to Christ. Okay. So you can't get away from that because that's the number one thing. Salvation is the most important thing. Living on this earth that you need to do is salvation. So I'm not going to shy away from that. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The Bible says you be ashamed of him. You be ashamed of the, uh, of the father. He's, he be ashamed of what he says back then. You He'll be ashamed of you in front of the father. That even that That's even for today. Because you're ashamed of Christ today, you're not going to accept him in your life. You know, And if you did accept him in your life for that, get that shamefulness out of you and believe what he done on the cross for you. Okay? So, you know, let, let me hear some comments. Write some comments. Let me know who you are. If you want some more information, you know, and I'm going to be sh sh shooting out some jobs. You know, I'm going to tell you what job's going where because what I'm going to be shooting out is not in every city and not in every state and some of them not in any country, other country, period. But whatever I can find to help you, I'm going to do that for the body of Christ and curiosity seekers that listen to my podcast. I'm not looking for a big crowd. I'm just looking for the faithful ones and everything, you know. I'm going to have a subscription coming on my podcast. Later. I'm going to have a subscription that you can subscribe to my podcast. Therefore, whenever I shoot out a podcast, you will get it automatically to your email. All I need is your email when I do that. So I'm going to have a subscription. You also are welcome to donate to my podcast through the subscription. So you can donate a dollar or whatever, whatever's in your heart. Just help me to just get some things out and just present certain things and expand my broadcast even into radio. You know, you can help in that way. But I'm not asking for no money. I'm just asking for your subscription. And if you want to donate, that's up to you. But I'm not looking for that, you know, because my heart is just to get you saved. But my subscription, just just get this subscription and everything, you know, just so you can automatically get my podcast. That way I don't have to keep shooting it out and you don't have to keep looking at it. Looking for it. That means when I get through with a podcast, it automatically become come to you because of a subscription, okay? All right, whether it's paid or free, it doesn't matter. I'm not, not, I'm not into that. You know, paid subscription, you just want to support my podcast, I really appreciate it, okay? All right. Oh, no. Okay. I will be doing uh, radio four times sooner or later. I, maybe within six weeks. And, you know, it's going to be a time that I will be doing radio and podcast four times. And I just thank you. Keep me in prayer that I can continue to get God's word out and continue to get God's teaching out and to help others, not only through the word of God, but through the word of God through jobs, the word of God through uh, businesses, the word of God, uh, you know, encouragement, you know, motivational speaking. Biblically wise, you know, encouragement, you know, stuff like that. So keep me in prayer. 
Joseph Brownlee on there. My name is Joseph Brownlee. I don't mention it enough, but my name is Joseph Brownlee, and my podcast is The Body of Christ Real Talk. Joseph Brownlee, my, my, my podcast is Body of Christ Real Talk. I have another body, uh, 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 podcast. Uh, I'm getting tired now. My mouth is getting tired. Ah! Called Connecting the Dots. You find it on Spotify. Strictly Bible teachers. You know, teaching the Word of God rightly divided. I put emphasis on rightly divided. You know, teaching God's Word. So uh, look for that too on Spotify. Thank you, God. God bless y'all. Keep those people in prayer that I mentioned. And you, you have comments about people you want me to pray for. And uh, anybody you want me to pray for, put in your comments. You know, you don't have to put their names there. You just tell, tell me the subject or you just want a certain person. You know, keep it private if that's what you desire. You know, I'm not going to get your stuff out there, you know. And you just let me know. Just, just leave a comment and everything about subjects. I'm looking for people to, uh, to chat with. I'm going to do a live show. I'm not going to do it unless I know somebody going to be faithful and just want to chat and we just have some fun and just talk about different things or subjects or pray together. Keep that in your mind and just leave a comment if you're interested in that or just want to be a guest on my podcast and we'll, we'll find a way to hook up from there because I want to hear other people besides myself. You know, this is a podcast mainly for other people to talk about what's on their heart and what's on their mind, okay? God bless you all. Peace out. Love you all and may the God of Grace, grace of God keep you. Bye-bye. Love you. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday.